This was the only time that they're receiving product from somewhere else that's unmarked and they have to mix it not knowing what it is. And that was my first red flag. Before that, that they knew everything that was in there and they knew what they were mixing. And that changed with this vaccine. Which... Well, I took over probably 180 screenshots of documents that were in this database under the codes that I searched. Um, one document I found that I'm still having be analyzed discusses the HIV that's in that could possibly be in these shots. Um, I have stuff that talks about where they planned, not planned death, but expected large amounts of death. And they were okay with that. Yes, in nursing homes. Um, I saw a lot of stuff in Chinese, a lot of stuff dealing with Wuhan. Um, something that I thought was really odd is that Pfizer has a research and development lab in Wuhan, China, and its address was 666. Um, something else was weird was there were so many members of the Chinese Communist Party involved in these documents. With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. One of my friends, uh, they're really into conspiracy theory stuff, and I wasn't. I really wasn't into any of that, but they sent me a, uh, a link to Project Veritas and says, you can trust these people, send the info to these people. And I thought about it. I debated on it, on sending, because I uh, sent it a first time, didn't get really any answer. And then the second time I was like, I don't know, you know, they might just be as corrupt as, because I didn't know who Project Veritas was. I didn't sure. have any idea. And uh, so I tried again, and what pushed me over that ledge to go to actually pursue it was Jody O'Malley's interview came out on her whistleblowing against the HHS, the federal health services and stuff, uh, yep. saying that they weren't reporting the deaths and adverse reactions of the vaccine. And the same day, like literally as soon as I finished watching her video, a news uh, a news update notified me on my phone, and it said Pfizer to seek approval for vaccination to children as young as five. And I said, uh, no. So I sent it to Project Veritas and I got an answer within a couple minutes and it it shot off from there. And um, I didn't even know who Project Veritas was till the day before the interview um, because I didn't want to get stage fright <laughs> kind of thing basically. And so that's kind of how it all unraveled for me. I didn't know that it would get this big. I wanted it to be seen, but I guess it's at the time you think no one's going to care and it's not going to go anywhere. And to see that it did go somewhere was just a surprise to me. And I was really thankful for that. Well, I think people are just desperate. They know that something's not right. And so they're really looking for the information. And so you helped fill in some of those holes for people. Now, since you've done this, you've learned more. Can you talk about what you've learned since or some of the pieces you've put together? Well, when originally when I found this document talking about one regret I have, if I could change anything I've done over the course of these last few months, it would be that I didn't quit before whistle or not quit, that uh, I would have gone back from my mental health leave and gotten more info and more proof. Sure. 
that's probably my only regret because there are so many things I wish that I didn't know were actually problems until after whistleblowing. Like for example, the FDA notifies us of the very minute they're coming to inspect us. Yeah. Um, which is conflict of interest because then if you know when they're coming, you can hide stuff, you can get rid of things, you can make things look pretty for the inspection. And so once I found out that was wrong, and then I also found out like um, that the NDA is invalidated once I witness a crime uh, being committed and things like that. And then one of the things I've recently learned and that's kind of the buzz thing right now about the vaccine is the HIV. Yes. Well, when I found these documents, I was searching Luciferous. I had no idea HIV could be involved with these vaccines. So it's not a code I searched. It's not something I looked for. But in one of the documents I found, it says Luciferous encoding HIV. Oh. And or HIV enzymes. Were you able to open that document or is that one of the ones where you? Yes, I have that document and it's actually under review by people smarter than me right now because I want to make sure that's what it says. Because for all I know, they're trying to fight HIV with Luciferus, even though it's a, a dark, an article about the influenza vaccine. Um, so I don't really know. All I know is it says Luciferus encoding HIV enzymes. And so I was like, well, what in the world is that about? Um, and I didn't know that, notice that until after whistleblowing and going through the documents that I wanted to submit through Project Veritas. Um, then I started, that's when I found it and I didn't really know what that meant, but now that the buzz kind of thing is, is the HIV, I'm wondering if that document could be crucial and important. Um, but it is being looked at ac actually at right today. Um, I just submitted it two days ago to somebody, um, who's very smart. So I hope they get <laughs> back to me soon on that. So I know if it's what I think it says. And what do you think it says? I think it says that they're encoding HIV through Luciferus into cells. Okay. And because you saw all the Satanist stuff, do you think the Luciferus is in there because they have some weird psychotic trip with Luciferus? Or do you think, why do you think that's in there? So you could look at it from two ways. You could look at it from a scientific standpoint, which is, they use Luciferous usually in testing to study the movement of the cells to see where the vaccine in this case would concentrate, where it would go. And I actually have documents showing that it settles in the testes and ovaries. So um, they, that's what they use the Luciferous for because it glows and they can see where it yep. moved within the body. Now, from a more sinister standpoint, you could look at it in two ways too, is they're trying to see who's really vaccinated because your cells will glow or it's some sort of sick pledge to Lucifer of some kind, which I don't necessarily agree with that one, but why is the patent 060606? Why is it even called Luciferus? There's a million other names they could have picked probably. And it seems kind of like a mocking thing, almost like a- For, a, for any purpose for the, the cells to glow to see who's vaccinated, I mean, would there be any reason to put it in there from a scientific standpoint that you know of that you know of. not in people not in people no because it's toxic to people in certain doses and do you think that the dosage that they're putting in there is toxic maybe not in the first dose no but i think why they want to keep pushing these boosters yeah uh very well could be tr they're trying to kill people off subtly possibly or um Something else that I thought was interesting is in the documents I saw is they said that there's going to be a certain number of variants 
and they said that their vaccine and possible future boosters will cover all variants. But how would they know that? Well, but that's not true, in June right? Twenty twenty. I mean, it's not true yeah. of any flu vaccine or anything. So how would they? That's exactly right. How would they know that? Exactly, unless it was some kind of plan. And they, and we later on we know that it doesn't. That's it's just a joke, and they've been caught in their action. Okay, so and they're still pushing it, which is just crazy. Now, how did this reaction? How have you been treated since this all came out? Honestly, the response has been mostly good. Um, I get the the ignorant comments, like people thinking I haven't said anything that's new. Or um, basically, I'm not saying to present information that's new because technically the people who have been awake have seen it for two years now. But the people who it's it's confirmation is the way I see it. Like you're not crazy because I was afraid I was getting crazy because the glowing vaccine when they're telling me there is no glowing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at it. There's glowing. Um, What's causing the glowing? And they won't answer that. What is causing this glowing if there's not Luciferous in there? What's the glowing? They won't tell you. They won't tell anybody. And they just wouldn't tell you. If you Google it, it, the fact check says it does not glow. And that is a lie. And since then, nobody, I mean, they've just been ignoring you. They did. They have, they said that you're in pretty much. Did they write you off as a nut job too? I mean, that's kind of what happens. They fired me. They fired me obviously. And then they said, um, Albert Borla came out shortly after my whistleblow saying that there are conspiracy theorists out there who only want to make money and spread misinformation. Only want to make money, uh, which sounds like him to me. Well, it always just drives me crazy that they turn around and point fingers at people like me or whatever, who make, who make a living doing this and they're making billions and hiding data and everything else. I mean, they're making billions, multiple tens of billions of dollars. And I'm making mm-hmm. my, you know, whatever I'm making, that's so much less than any of them. And the fact that they can point fingers is just incredible. Um, they I can, anybody everything. can point fingers, but the fact that anybody believes them is the incredible part. Well, and I gave up everything um, because I planned on retiring there. They have an excellent, I would have retired as a millionaire. Um, they have excellent retirement plan. They have excellent vacation plans. Like I expected to retire there and I have built a life around that income. What did you give up by, will you not be able to retire now with as much? I mean, what did you give up? Pretty much. I mean, I have no 401k now um, because I had a loan out on my 401k and they take that obviously when you leave. And after I cashed out my 401k, I got about $4,000, which I had 30 something thousand. So I don't know. But anyway, they, I gave up that I gave up a security because what's nice about Pfizer is even if there's no work, you can still be there and get paid because as quality, we're basically work when we're needed. We're not there to work all day we work when we're needed. And so I had a very easy job, which ultimately what I ended up doing because we got so dead when the vaccine rolled out, because everybody's so focused on that. is Pfizer basically paid me to research against them and to research uh, the Bible pretty much is basically what they paid me to do. And so I gave up that I gave up that guaranteed income. Um, I was super nervous. I didn't decide until the day before the interview to remain or to to make my face public because I was going to remain anonymous because part of me still wanted to hold on to that job, I think. Um, And because I think I didn't want people to think I'm crazy. But then God kind of put it on my heart was like, 
No, you need to stamp it and seal it. Um, the Bible says, do not say anything in secret, yell it from the rooftops. And so I said, okay. And I put my face on it and I actually wasn't expecting money. I wasn't expecting any of that. And that just ended up being a, a benefit, I guess, or a, a positive outcome that I wasn't expecting. I was fully expecting to have to sell my house, have to give up everything I had um, just to get out of Pfizer. And what ended up happening? Did people donate you money and things or what happened? Yeah, people donated, which um, really helped me pay off um, some of my debt. Um, and then I have a little egg for security, you know, for a little bit until I can find another job, which I don't want to work for anybody who doesn't want to hire someone that they're afraid will tell on them for their secrets anyways. But it is hard to find companies with well-paying jobs that see that, that, that agree with that, that they know this person has integrity. And if we're doing anything sketchy, they'll tell on us, you know? Well, and it's so, not, and it's not that it's, if, why wouldn't you want to hire somebody that protects mass genocide or, I mean, you're, you identified something that's bigger than just a quality issue. You were identifying that they were hiding, killing people. I mean, this is a bigger deal, right? Mm -hmm. We would want all people to bring this to the attention of others. This isn't, this is something that a normal ethical human being should do. So how many people yeah. do you think are there who know about it and just are too scared to do anything or don't care? I mean, I don't know how to even eat one or the two. So my friends that are like still in the plant, um, they're actively trying to find other jobs. They don't plan on staying after all of this, but they have families or they have a, li a life they have to think ahead for. Um, several of my friends have quit. Um, but the people that are there, I would say there are people who genuinely have their eyes closed the entire time they're there, who they don't want to know if anything's going on because they don't want to feel guilty working there. They don't want to deal with that moral conflict. So they would rather just not hear it. They don't want to know about it. Yeah. And then there's people who, for example, people who will say I'm crazy that work at Pfizer. They're people who are up in the offices who have never even been on the floor, which is where the work is done. They're basically paperwork people who sit up in the the uh, windowed rooms where they have their little cubicle and they look at paper all day. They don't even go down to the floor. Um, but the people who go down on the floor, the people who have seen this vaccine, the people who are in the operation of this see the weird stuff. Nothing else that we make glows. Never. I've been there. I was there 10 years almost. Never. Never had I seen anything that glowed or color shifted. Um, they tried to blame because um, they did the labels really weird on this product compared to everything else. So usually when it's a three mil vial, um, the label is still centered on it. And that's so that, like, say, during packaging, they find a defect and we need to inspect it. Well, they don't want to waste the money and man hours unlabeling all those. So we still need to be able to inspect the solution. Yep. And on these, they put the label all the way at the bottom covering the solution. There's only a very small gap between the label ends where we can see the solution. And I think that they say that it's because it was light sensitive product, but no other light sensitive product we do is ran in the, in the light. The lights are all out. If it's a light sensitive product, they shut the lights off if it's in clear glass or they put a shroud over the product, which that wasn't done, or it's in a dark glass that helps prevent the light from getting in getting to it which they also didn't do so then my question is you know okay if it's light sensitive why aren't you taking the precautions for that and they weren't so i think it's because they didn't want the light hitting the solution so that people could see it glowing 
Wow. Okay. And they, they probably don't like the fact that you're coming out because you have so much more credibility because you were a quality inspector. You weren't just a line worker. You actually were responsible for quality. Now you think that other people there have seen what you've seen and are just trying to get out. You know, a lot of people who are trying to get out, yes. get different jobs and things. And mm-hmm. it, is it kind of a, are they falling apart internally? I mean, is this all this information that's coming out on them? It is. What would you say is happening? Yep. They're probably sweating a lot. They have fired people for, um, showing support of me. They have, um, limited discussions with people. You're not allowed to talk about me. You're not allowed. They removed YouTube off the computers. I was last told they aren't allowed to have their cell phones down on the floor anymore. So yeah, um, if anybody's mad at me, it's the people who wanted to be able to use their phones, the people who liked not being monitored so much by Pfizer. But now Pfizer's like sweating a little bit. They're like, well, you know, we don't want anybody else to be able to have proof or to say these things. And so they started, you know, tightening their grip on their employees and it's turned. Honestly, it was Hospira when I first got the job there and Pfizer bought it in 2015. There was a huge culture shift. Um, People were more miserable working there for Pfizer because Pfizer, they preach integrity, they preach equality, they preach all these things, but they don't follow it themselves. And so they created kind of an internal problem years ago. But the reason it's gotten worse now is because, for example, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to test weekly. But if you're unvaccinated, you have to test weekly why we have proof that the vaccinated can spread it just as much as the unvaccinated so where's their equity there people know that right so do they push back Mm -hmm. or they can't well when my friends have asked it in the meetings because they do these things called town hall meetings which is where the employees can participate and ask questions and stuff when they ask they say um we're not discussing that this is how it is is basically what they say, or they say, we're not here to talk about equity. We're here to talk about safety. You know, they'll say stuff like that. But there, but anybody with a brain knows that that makes no sense. So why are you shoving this down? Well, there's throat? lots of people without one. So yeah, well, they just believe because they're told to believe, I guess. Pretty much. They don't want to believe that people are capable of evil, but all you've got to do is a simple search of Pfizer and their legal history of the things they've been found guilty of. Yeah. And so now do you think the internal environment, the only people they're going to have working for them are the people who are afraid to speak and just need their job and are looking for another job. Just want the paycheck. Yeah. Or Mm -hmm. the people who aren't capable of thinking. I mean, so they're going to have poor quality employees. They've lost almost all their good integral employees. Yeah. Yeah. And so what do you think that's doing to, to the people that are still there? Anybody telling you what it's like now compared to before? I mean, are they losing their quality overall? Because once you start losing the good employees, everything starts to go down. The people who are left in the plant and quality aren't allowed to speak to me. So I don't really know, um, which is really disappointing because um, these people know me. Um, Some of them are as new as two years by the time I left. They knew me for at least two years. They should know that I don't lie. I have high integrity and that I wouldn't lie about something like this, but there they are. They're bad. They badmouth me um, mm. just to keep their jobs. And most of the people who badmouth me are vaccinated. It's probably this feeling of cognitive dissonance. They couldn't have made a wrong choice. So I must be wrong. Yeah. Well, not everybody was damaged 
outwardly from this vaccine. Now, do you think there are different batches? Uh, Because the evidence shows that there's different batches and the damage are coming from 10% of the the batches from what we're seeing with the numbers. Did you see any pattern internally that would match to to that concept of what you, you know, the batches being different? So there's a website, howbad.info. And when that came out, it was basically hackers hacked the system and found out which batches were the bad ones and how many deaths and adverse reactions were to those lot numbers. A lot number is a number assigned to that batch of product, like a batch of cookies. If you make 12 cookies, those 12 cookies get one lot number so that if you get a bad cookie, you know which batch was bad and you can go address it. Well, the lot numbers were legit because um, I have my phone with all of my old text messages in there from work. So I went and I searched our um, databases. Surprisingly, they're in there, but they weren't the ones with the high deaths or the high adverse reactions, at least not the ones that were reported. And so I was pleased to see that. But internally, there in the plant, I did not see a vaccine that looked different than from another one from another batch. They all glowed. They all had the same characteristics, all of that. But I did find when you would go to Google and you would type what Pfizer plants are producing the vaccine, mine wasn't listed. Really? And I don't know why. Yours wasn't listed. Now, were, do you think that, poss- you don't know why, but have you thought about it? Do you think that possibly your batches were many, you're saying the batch numbers weren't what, what were the bad ones? But I know that's why that's why I'm kind of confused. I don't know. I honestly have no idea because to be fair, I only have so many lot numbers I can look up in my phone, you know, like there's obviously way more than what I'd have because I've been gone for a while and just, you know, messages go away, stuff like that. And so but the ones that I could look up, they didn't have as high as like the ones I've noticed is if they start with an E. The lot number starts with an E. Those tend to be the more toxic batches that have the most side effects. And our batches didn't start with that. Oh, okay. But yours were had some weird stuff where they didn't list you as a manufacturing plant. Now, how big was your manufacturing plant compared to other ones? Were you a major one? So I don't really know about, I don't really know about employee size or like actual size of the plant. They've added tremendously to it just within the last few years. So it went from being kind of smaller to what's much bigger now. And I think we have about 1700 employees there, um, working all shifts. Um, but I do know that the McPherson plant was always patted on the back for putting out some of the most units out of all the Pfizer plants. So we have a large um, production rate. It must be. Yeah. So you're one of the major ones, but being one of the major ones, but then not listed is kind of strange. And I still, I only, I mean, I don't, I can't think of any reason behind that besides maybe the articles were old. Like they hadn't updated when we started producing it. Oh, that could um, be it too. That, Cause we didn't start it right away. We were kind of down the line. We weren't the first plant of Pfizer to produce it. So I thought maybe that could be it. Or I thought maybe because McPherson's literally in the middle of nowhere, maybe they just didn't know that we were producing it. Well, so, and sometimes they count the, the way the media works, they'll find a source that lists all the plants that have it. And then they don't ever look to see if anything was added. Yeah. You know, just too. human beings doing work and they're lazy and you know, that's just how <laughs> it works. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what, what else do you want to tell people before we wrap this up? Cause I want to make sure that you, you know, you get everything on record that you want to. 
You know, I I really hope there comes a day soon where I can release all of these. Um, I do have a couple websites in development so that I can't be censored. Um, and I have a, uh, a YouTube channel, which is kind of what I'm using now until that website's up. It's Disciples Digest with Melissa McAtee. And once I get that website up, I'm going to be um, having interviews with other Pfizer employees to discuss their stories of there. I'm oh, going to have great. the documents on there so people can go read them themselves. And I'm going to have uh, Bible teaching videos on there as well. But it's also going to have the interviews with Pfizer employees. And I can say some very high level people who have left are willing to talk. So, well, I don't blame them. I mean, they're seeing too many people die. And so they have to clear their own conscience and do what's right. And doing this and, and helping to protect people is the best way to clear to sleep at night. You know, I always say you got to do things that allow you to sleep at night. So I bet you sleep pretty well at night now, knowing that you did what was right. You know, I wish I could say I did. Um, it feels good knowing that I've done what God would want me to do, but it's still hard knowing, for example, my family on my husband's side, they're getting boosted. Oh, I know. So it's just kind of like, you know, I have the peace of mind. Well, at least I did what I should, but it doesn't bring me peace of mind in the sense I know what these shots are doing and can do. And people who know me, who I love, aren't listening to me for whatever reason. Well, whatever reason and so in my family um all of my family but my middle sister they got vaccinated um before i whistle blew and so i have to live with that i'm always wondering you know I, I pray about it you know i just hope that you know they're protected and that they got maybe a fake batch or whatever the case may be um but i don't sleep easier in the sense of knowing that there's people giving this to their kids there's people that are still lining up for boosters it's scary. It's a scary thing today. In fact, like I told you, I've been avoiding watching any news, listening to podcasts. Like I try not to involve myself in any of it just because it's really heavy uh, to know it all and know what's happening and know that the people that I are know. closest to me don't care. Well, they don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm in the same boat. I've been studying this. I've been way ahead of the curve. And before pretty much everybody, we've been putting out this information. I've been censored really hard, but I still couldn't get to a lot of my family members either. Now, of course, my kids aren't vaccinated and my husband, it's not because I, I told my daughter, I'm not going to pay for your college if you get vaccinated. I mean, I was just trying to protect yeah. her, but I feel for you. And I think a lot of the audience does as well, because we're most people I've talked to are in the same boat where they just they can't understand how people still are not waking up, but it's, it's a, it's a psychosis. I mean, they're, they're doing mind games on people, mental games, and people just can't get past that. It's very strange. It's cognitive dissonance. Um, once I learned what that word meant, that's my favorite word to use for the situation we're in, because it's true. People have believed something so long that vaccines are safe and effective and, People have been told, you know, the government cares about you for so long. And it's just when they are faced with evidence that contradicts what they've believed so long, they themselves don't want to be viewed as crazy or conspiracy theorists or get out of that status quo to where they will literally deny any proof they have to keep some sense of normality in their life. And it, it's really sad because, you know, I guess I was raised different that when you're proven wrong, you accept you're wrong and adapt. 
but I guess not everybody was raised that way. Not everybody thinks or believes that way. And so I guess it's just what we have to face and we just have to keep telling the truth, but in love, because there's people out there who didn't know the truth and got this and now they're horrified and, you know, we need to pray for them. We need to, you know, talk to them and, and make sure that they know to spread awareness as well, because this isn't about unvaccinated and unvaccinated people fighting. This is about people who care about what's right and care about humankind standing up for that um, versus saying, you know, I'm just going to do what I'm told because I'm a good citizen. Like that's kind of how it's viewed and it's not. That's right. That is not. Yeah. Okay. So where do people get hold of you? You have a YouTube channel and give them your contact information before we end this. Yes. So I have a YouTube channel that's just starting out with Bible teachings right now, but as soon as I get that website, I'm going to announce on that, that the website's up and provide the links. Um, it's Disciples Digest with Melissa McAtee. And then my Instagram is Melissa McAtee 92. It's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-M-C-A-T-E-E-92. And I also have a Gives and Go, um, if anybody would like to support by prayer donation. And it's uh, givesendgo.com forward slash Pfizer whistleblower. And that's basically all I'm using right now. I have a Facebook, but I'm censored so much and shadow banned on there so much. I don't think anybody sees anything. And then my Telegram, I post the link for that quite regularly in my Instagram. And so. you might need to set up some, a BitChute account or a Rumble account or some of those other ones in case YouTube shuts you down. They accept Bible studies and stuff, but as soon as you get into more serious things, not that that's not serious. That's why I'm, that's all I'm doing on there right now. Once my website's up, I've talked to the developers of my website. They said they won't ever take anything down. They won't allow me to be, if I'm hacked or anything, they're responsible for the security of my site, you know, like, so they, um, they've basically reassured me I won't be censored at all once I get my website. You won't, but YouTube could censor you and won't let you. Yeah, put but your I'm not going to keep it. That's just for now. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Just okay. For now okay. Cause I was going to say, once you start doing these Pfizer documents, you'll probably want to get up on BitChute or your rumble or, you know, yeah, so I will definitely, I do have a, I do have a rumble actually. I don't remember the name on it. It is, uh, well, send me all those links and I'll let everybody know oh, it's yeah. Melissa McAtee 92, pretty much Melissa McAtee or Melissa McAtee 92 is my name on almost any platform. So, okay, excellent. Well, thank you so much. And thank you so much for having the courage to come out and to share this with the world. And uh, your courage is what we need more people to have. And I, I believe you're going to save a lot of lives. I think you have saved a lot of lives. You gave people the ammunition to be able to opt out of these vaccines and many circumstances. So that was really great. Yes. And I provide on my Instagram and my telegram, the documents so that you can submit them with your religious exemptions or medical exemptions. That's excellent. So you can print them out. Yeah, you can print them out. Okay. Well, thank you so much. But thank you so much for having me and giving me a platform.